Hello and welcome back to the best podcast out at the moment. We're back again for the 97th time. The 97th time! And I'm happy to finally announce <laughs> that we have, in fact, crossed the finish line of the 1,000k subscribers. And I'm happy to announce that that was all I wanted to achieve with this podcast, so I will be resigning. Uh, true. I've, I asked Andrew to hand in his resignation. With a, it was with a heavy heart, <laughs> I've decided that my time has finally come to an end of Boys Gone Wild. <laughs> We've achieved this milestone. That was all I was here that to do. That's all you're here to do. Now, I'll leave the rest to um, the person who's replacing me, which, do you want to announce now, or do you want to announce... You can announce it. You sure you don't want to announce it now? (laughs) You can announce it. No, I think it's more appropriate. All I'll tell you is it's not Danny DeVito, but you can announce it. Are you sure it's not Danny DeVito? (laughs) Are you sure it's not Danny DeVito? But you can tell us who's replacing you. And I will tell you who's replacing me. (laughs) Can you think of anyone? (laughs) Immediately. Anyone who isn't Danny DeVito. (laughs) Tough to conjure up someone who isn't. Yeah. Danny DeVito. (laughs) So who's replacing you? So replacing me on this. Uh, on this podcast that I have worked on for a year is going to be, uh, with no further ado, <laughs> it's not Danny. I'm afraid it's Danny DeVito. <laughs> no, <laughs> it is, in fact, okay, Danny, yeah, Danny DeVito. Danny DeVito is replacing Andrew Cohen as the co-host of Boys Gone Wild. Yeah, it, it was um, it's a milestone that we've been pushing towards as we did say what we were going to do and kill, kill ourselves if we didn't reach a thousand subscribers. So now we've reached a thousand subscribers uh, we're going to set another ultimatum. Yeah. 2,000 subscribers before the 100th, 100th episode. episode. <laughs> or we kill ourselves. Well, now we can kill ourselves <laughs> on, on live stream. stream. Yeah, exactly. So, so you've <laughs> just enabled us. <laughs> Joke's on you guys. <laughs> so now we need 2,000 subscribers before the 100th episode or else we will kill ourselves on the on live stream. stream. Yeah. You have four episodes. <laughs> <laughs> Use your time wisely. You have three episodes, actually. Three. That would be a very strange thriller, wouldn't it? It would, yeah. Like a a, a, pod, a small podcast fan base desperately trying to get gathered together subscribers to try and Friends and family, yeah. <laughs> it's the kind of shit Netflix would do a series on, though. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? It would be called, like, the, 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 the pod. Yeah. <laughs> not not excellent. <laughs> it would be the something, wouldn't cyber it? Cyber hate. Yeah. yeah. C- cyber. The, Cybertron. The... the, the the, the game cast the game yeah the game so, cast something yeah. like that um, kill cast kill cast but yes we have entered outside is dark uh, which has changed the vibe um, we have done this show for the last three or four months in light in gorgeous the, crisp sunlight evening sunlight yeah so it's just the perfect and maybe just before the end of the episode it started getting dark but now from the start it's dark it's the dark. light blares harder um and the sun's light glows is dimmer it's dim so i feel that we have entered the new phase which is the chilly months and i feel every time it comes around to the chilly months in this country I've, i feel immediately triggered maybe triggers the wrong word i immediately have a rush of memories of all the times i've been cold before in yep. this country yeah layered across because w- when you're in the summer you actually forget what cold is like you're, and you're then right the, then the cold starts to come and you're like i remember every single autumn yes and then it just piles on is this are me. we in autumn we, yeah we, we're in autumn but we're heading towards it might as well be winter cause when is winter december to feb sure yeah okay but as soon as it starts getting properly chilly and the nights start dropping, then mm. my, my eyes roll to the back of my head and yeah. like I have this kaleidoscope of different images of different It's winters. upsetting to watch. Yeah, of just yeah. me like, yeah, you know. Yeah, still going for that for most of the day. Yeah. Um, yeah. I feel it in my feet. Do you? Most of all. Wait, you mean the cold? The cold, yeah. But well, I'm, I don't I'm more talking cold. emotionally. Well, I'm talking physically. <laughs> okay. I don't have the capacity for emotions. We've been past this. I, my feet are cold. Um, they're always cold in winter. Why is it? Many, I hear you ask, and many people, I ask myself, and extremities is the answer. Oh, it's all about your extremities. I feel it's less interesting. Which seems to be a legitimate <laughs> answer, actually. I think it is to do with your extremities. But how can it be that cold? Do you know what I mean? I was more going for like... I'll get there. Yeah. I'm just saying. So yeah. that's the physical. And then I go, oh, yeah. Well, not all of us are, are pretentious enough to have a thousand memories. <laughs> yeah. Some of us just experience cold <laughs> like normal human beings. And I, oh, oh, God. In 2018, <laughs> it that's was a me. snow day. Um, yeah. What, what, do you have any um, memories of that are defining of winter? 
when you think back of winter <laughs> when i think do you do have, I have images in your head of uh, of you in winter weirdly it re- it, this now this is going to be a weird one but that's the first thing that came up in my mind and oh. that's often a defining memory um if freud has taught us anything namaste namaste Papa, freud Papa, Papa F. <laughs> um there i remember when i used to go to my dad's house on a wednesday and we'd make milkshakes and it was cold and it was cold yeah We've all got memories like that. Weirdly, I think of you, Adam, I think Nella as well, all in fleeces, leaving a house party at like five in the morning in, and it's cold. Yeah. That's, oh, going, that's what I think. Yeah. I going, think that's because it's probably the coldest I am regularly has yeah. been during that mine, period at university. Mine would be equivalent to that, would be going to, the, to, to a club of an evening and it being freezing. Yeah. When you're kind of you're trying to get your arms out for the ladies. So yeah. you might be wearing t-shirts or maybe even a string vest. Or even yeah. Maybe exactly. even a string vest. Or even maybe even a waitress bag we went with to holes in po- the, poked in them. We went to uni like the mid teenies. So yeah. anything kind of went Anything. That was that was the craziest time. It really that was. was the cra- <laughs> it really was. 20, Nipple tassels, string string vests. 2018, 2019 was the craziest time in the world. Yeah, it was it honestly. Was, and people talk about it. It's people, like, it mental. It, it was the craziest. For fashion, I'll tell you something. <laughs> I, I cringe looking at some of the stuff yeah, I was wearing. When you see how we dressed in 2018, it was like, how did anyone find that? Well, like, I know. Like, uh, skinny jeans. Skin- what? 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 What's that? White Reeboks. Well, that's nothing compared to what we were wearing. <laughs> yeah, well, I was saying that's. Yeah, I know. Yeah. I realised that's a fair. Completely cut the legs yeah, off. Yeah, that's my a point. shame. Um, but this winter, it feels. This winter's going to be different, man. It is going to be different because um, there was a general f- buzz in the air, as there often is in London. Yeah, but there wasn't last. We haven't experienced a proper winter in London because it was COVID. Sure. But out and about with everyone, it's coat season. Everyone's putting their coat out. And yeah, it's a feeling. It's it's the caterpillar turning into the butterfly, or yeah. or but actually, it's a butterfly turning back into the caterpillar. Sure, which yeah. is a weird reverse. Everyone's thing. and everyone has that feeling. There's those those two weeks of excitement because of the the, the clear shift yeah. in you know goals in lifestyle within your circadian rhythms. I don't know what it is, but yeah, there's yeah. a, a shift clearly in the energy in the air. Yeah. Um, is everyone uh, uh, everyone's uh, metaphorical penises are shrinking yes yeah we're, and, but we're all you're excited about it at first because mm. you're like this is different yes but then after five months of having a tiny penis you're like I wouldn't I mind. wouldn't like I, a small one I, I would like a big one I think one I'd like a larger one please <laughs> I'd like a big summer cock like <laughs> usual um, but the last last winter was actually fucking tough but yes I think, it was I think there's actually been quite a lot of um, burying of emotions yeah, well, yeah, well, bearing of what we like, I, I keep forgetting what happened. Yeah, me too, actually. But it then seems... I remember, I'm like, oh no, was that? Was, I remember at the time thinking, like, this is yeah. absolutely. I think, mental. I think many people agree that lockdown does feel like a fever dream. Yeah, a bit. But why? What? It doesn't feel like I'm still reeling from it, but it feels like I can't really remember that. I can't it remember happened, it. Yeah. But then we have episodes. A lot so we drastically have... different. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's really weird, and it's kind of as I said, and I called this. He did. It, it won't lock down. Say. Yeah, true. <laughs> I appreciate the <laughs> the kind of unanimous, unthought through back. Buzz Aldrin did not land on the moon. <laughs> <laughs> you said uh, you said you agreed with me. Um, that um, lockdown wasn't going to end with a bang. It was going to just slowly. We're just not going to realize that it ended, and then suddenly it ends, and then suddenly make you're him here. the king of make England. me the king. <laughs> Look, I'm getting shit like that right on the daily. <laughs> You only see an hour of me every week. What's like, the thinking, queen got right? What's the queen? What? Yeah, true. What, I was going to answer you then. Yeah. Um, not a lot. <laughs> not a bloody lot. A couple to be of things, honest. Though. So if we want, if we want the p- p- the right person ruling the country, it's guys who can make pr- preds like I do. Preds yeah. means predictions. Yeah. Where were we? We were talking about winter and last uh, last winter. Yeah, I can't remember what happened. Yeah. On either. I have a very bad memory though, in general. Yeah, so so do I. It's not great between the pair of us we don't have it's like no. the like Macbeth, the witches in Macbeth, they have that one eye. Yeah. You know? yeah. That feels like we have one brain. <laughs> one brain. <laughs> and we're scrambling to remember things together. <laughs> and not not quite getting it. Yes. I think that happened. I don't but know. the strange thing is that we have a, a record of every single week of lockdown. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and true. I, I think if you look back at those January, February episodes, which is when you, we weren't seeing anyone else, where oh it was God, always yeah. dark outside, where yeah. the house is freezing, I mean, and it, uh, the world was collapsing outside, and there was nothing going on. Technically, that was a, that was a wild. That time. was a wild time. <laughs> yeah. Technically, the Christmas special was the bleakest of all. <laughs> yeah, that, yeah, when I was here by myself. <laughs> yeah, yeah. During that's something I don't remember. I spent two weeks by myself <laughs> over Christmas. That's wild. That's mental. But no one's talking about I last winter. I can't remember. It wasn't 
It was. It doesn't feel like it was that yeah. bad. And life feels like it's come. Certainly for me, it's come back like like nothing's changed. Like it feels like that's why it feels so weird. Is that yeah? It feels pretty similar to what life was like before. It just isn't though, is it? Yeah. I don't. Yeah, you're right. Well, it's weird though having experienced like Christmas in London. Yeah. Is that yeah? But yeah, I just that's <clears throat> an example of you've completely forgotten that memory, which was absolutely mental. If you were told that you would spend two weeks around Christmas, Love Christmas alone, yeah, by complete, yeah, by yourself, yeah. That yeah, I I think well that that sounds pretty, <laughs> that pretty terrible, <laughs> pretty pretty bad in general. So what what, what do you feel? Are you, pr- are you how are you feeling running into going into this winter? You know I find questions like this hard to answer because <laughs> I just feel the same. Yeah, I don't really. Yeah, it's gonna get darker. All right, cool. Are you a cold man? I'm not. I'm. I I I can. No preference. Not, no preference, mate, yeah. if you pardon the French. I don't really care. It's like, yeah, it gets darker. I don't like when it gets darker. I'll notice it, and then I'll just get used to it, and then that's life. Yeah, I probably shouldn't answer that question then. Yeah, I know, because you know, I just, I don't really, I'm like, yeah, it's a bit more flat dark outside. <laughs> <laughs> that's a bit annoying, because I don't have my early shifts anymore. That was when it made a difference, when I'd wake up at 5.45 and sure. have to have four, four hours of blackness before yeah. you get the that cool... That cool warming sunlight coming through. But it just doesn't... I don't know. Maybe I, it's not something I think on a lot, to be mm, honest. It's you something you think on a lot. Yeah. <laughs> you really think about this. And then when we talk about it, I'm like, am I missing something in life? Do I, have I done something wrong? Am you I have not, done something am wrong. I, am I not a deep okay. philosophical thinker? No, I'm just not a pansy. I'm, I'm not a pretentious wet wipe who sits upstairs with a coffee mulling over, oh, I wonder what this winter will be like. <laughs> Oh, this is conjuring up all images of my previous winters. <laughs> How will this one be? Have I changed? What me. will I become? This is me <laughs> well, I'm just downstairs getting on with it. <laughs> just fucking getting on with it. I'm a, you're a doer. Yeah, I'm a, I'm a doer. You're a, you're a moaner. <laughs> oh, I wonder what autumn will but be I, for me this year. I feel it triggered in the Scientology, in the Scientology sense, my many past lives. <laughs> <laughs> Because so the, Scientolo- yeah. the Scientologists, they believe that if you example, what what foods do you hate that other people like? Mashed potato. So a Scientologist would say that in one of your past lives, you had an immense I was trauma killed by a mashed, mashed potato. potato. By, a, by, by mashed one mashed like- potato. <laughs> I no, probably by maybe maybe a truck in fifties America filled mm. with mashed potato. You're driving along with, even with a box well. of chocolates and um, some flowers for you, your girlfriend for you. to be, and the mashed potato truck flips and mashed crushes potato. you. There's also a dance called the mashed potato, which was, I think, is it's that one? Yeah. So maybe Let's I do the mashed potato. Maybe yeah. I went up to the girl <laughs> I really liked and said, "Hey, do you want to do the mashed potato with where, me?" Where are you? Where are you? Okay, I'm in fifties New York. Okay. Hey, <laughs> hey, dollface. You want to come over here and do the mashed potato with me? No. And they're like, what, why, why are you speaking with that accent? <laughs> <laughs> what accent? <laughs> I'm from New York. <laughs> um, and then they, she rejected me. And now I don't and like it. Cr- and then a, cr- <laughs> a huge truck and filled with mashed thing, potato. Yeah. Well, that would. I think that put several and future would, lives yeah. off mashed potato. It'll take you It'll take you a thousand years before you're like any of your forms will like mashed, mashed potato, potato again. Yeah. Yeah. Egg is the other thing I don't like. Did something likes. bad happened with egg. Something bad must have happened with I egg. I think something bad happened with something egg. Something bad happened with egg. Um, so yeah, I feel when I when I feel the cold, I feel uh, uh, all of my past lives. I, I feel that they. So you're saying the cold is a big bad thing for you? Big bad. No, no, no it's not. You sat here and you complain about <laughs> fucking summer, and you'll say you're not a you're not a summer guy. You I say never said I'm not a summer guy. I said I'm sick of people complaining about the you summer. You know, he said no, that like not. thousands. Of I times. said I don't look good in the summer, but I'm happy. You I'm said happy you're not a summer ugly. boy. You said you're an autumn boy. I uh, no, ideally autumn. For okay, sure, yeah. okay. <laughs> So just pick one. No, I like because summer. every season <laughs> change, we sit up here and you fucking complain about the change of season. Mm. You are an autumn boy, though. Yeah, I'm an autumn boy. You're very clearly. I don't think I know what I am, and maybe that's why I'm so sad. <laughs> <laughs> and that's why I've been trying to get to the bottom. That's, of it, man. Exactly. That's why you keep Is bringing it, up. Do you seasons. really not like mashed potato? Oh, maybe I do, man. <laughs> maybe I fucking love it. Maybe I'm into it. Who knows? <laughs> yeah. But you know, oh, not everything is bad because in London, Salt Bay's opened up a new restaurant and he probably, he could have chosen anywhere in the world and he's chosen our fair city. Our city. <laughs> that scum has chosen to come over here like a parasite and infect the entirety of London with his nonsense. Yeah. Right. 
Surely Solbay had a restaurant before, right? He can't have just been I going around. I think he was a working chef. He, he can't I don't have just, think he was a. He had his own. own restaurant, maybe. I think he was just like an eccentric one yeah. of the crew. Well, he wasn't just like a guy going and putting salt on random people's dishes. I think he was the waiter. Just walking around. <laughs> he oh, he did look like the waiter, didn't he, actually? <laughs> when he when he came up past the scene, I don't think he's... He's not the guy running the restaurant. He's not doing the bills and stuff, is he? No, I don't think no, so. No, he was hired and it was like, can we tone it down a bit? Uh, yeah, well, as you should. Salt Bay? Do, do you mind... <laughs> <laughs> excuse me, excuse me, Mr. Salt Bay. Can you not do that with the salt? Can you just fucking put it on? All this nonsense. What the fuck is that? Like, I don't. I've never got and it. Then, and then they threw I've him out, cared. and he says, "I'll show you." I'll show One you. Day, I'll open my own restaurant. <laughs> I've never cared for Salt Bay. I know that's an unpopular thing be, to say. It's not unpopular. You're going to cancel me because I don't yeah, like Salt no, no Bay. No one likes Salt Bay. Okay, I might have misread the discourse. <laughs> yeah, no one likes Salt Bay. It's probably the worst viral trend ever. Is it even a? Tr- People don't even do it though. They just no, do no, they no, do no, it? no, no. But I mean, viral sensation. Thought that, isn't it? It's yeah. like that. So Salt Bay, I think, would be up there. Gangnam Style might be up there as well. What with the worst trends? Viral trends of like. I don't. I. I don't think Gangnam Style is the worst trend. I just think it got overdone. But I mean, for the worst viral bits of popular culture, yeah. I think Salt Bay. Salt Bay is up there, hundred percent, because there's there's nothing about it. Yeah, that's it's, just. It's, I, I'm just. Well, Gangnam Style, you've got a song and a dance. Yeah, salt sure. Bay, it's a guy putting salt on dishes. Funnily, <laughs> why he's chopping them up as well? Yeah, he chops them up, but like a knob. He does. Chop you know, them he, up. he chops and sprinkles like a knob, and I don't think people want to hear it, but they're gonna hear it. How much of it is it an act, or is he completely? Is it completely cynical, or is he sincerely a knob? He's sincerely a knob. None of it's an act. (laughs) None of it's an act. Have you seen this cunt? I have seen him, There's a picture of him running around a park in a bin bag. (laughs) That's something that people do nowadays. Run around in bin bags, because it makes you sweat more. Really? Yeah. So there's a picture of Salt Bay in his sunglasses, running around a park with a bin bag on. Is that why in Silver Linings Playbook? I haven't seen it. Is he on the run? Well, he, they, they, he, he famously wears a black bin bag and I couldn't work it out because it was a film about mental health. I thought it was because he was just mental. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but if he's not running, then he might He was running, he was running. Probably then, yeah, because probably of the that. sweat, yeah. So what, 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 Could also be because he's what, mental. Why, why does it help you sweat more? Because it just makes you hotter. Why do you want that? So you lose more weight. Really? Yeah. Wow. Yeah, no, it's, it's becoming more and more of a trend. And like, God bless you, anyone that wants to do it, but not Salt Bay. No. Don't you press can't. him in anything. No, he's, no, he's, he's he doesn't. Des- char- he's fumbled the ball. Doesn't deserve it. Yeah, and you can't, you can't be the guy because it just conjures up. I don't think any chef should be seen pictured running, running around a pub with a bin bag on. Because it they, doesn't seem hygienic. Yeah, because it, I think you can understand if maybe you're, uh, you know, a homeless bin painter man. or bin man. Yeah, yeah. they can do what they want with it. Yeah, they've got but bin bags to spare. If, if you clearly work in the restaurant industry. And you're constantly bins. throwing away food into black bin bags. It's not a good look because yeah. it implies that you are part of the trash that you throw out. Correct. Yeah. 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 Which and he is. Which he is part of the trash. Yeah, he is. In tra- fact, yeah, it's it's the most appropriate metaphor for him to wear a bin bag. Yeah. Because he is. Now we've have our problems with Salt Bay the meme, um, but we more more than that we have our problems with Salt Bay the man. <laughs> <laughs> now. The meme wasn't great. Sure, open up a restaurant and charge stupid amounts for a steak and whatever. The thing is, are we, are, we're, I, think, I feel we're both very upset with that. People have been so upset with it in the public discourse. We, we've, we've turned down how upset with it we are. Yes, we've toned it down. Yeah, because if we no don't one need, was, we, if don't no need to add talking it, about the prices, then we'd be we would be livid. We'd be livid, but we don't need <laughs> to. Done. It's been done. That's fine. We all yeah. agree. We want to talk more. <laughs> we, want, we want to talk more about this. <laughs> Um, it ca- I saw an article recently, and f- right, just uh, he's charging a lot of money for his food, okay? Because he became famous via the way in which he sprinkles salt onto meat. Yeah, not sure how those two add up. You so, know, I'm sure his golden tomahawk steak is tasty, but is it 650 pounds no. worth of taste? No, it's all stunt food, isn't it's it? It's all it's stunt stunt food. You yeah. bang on. Um, now it, it turns out. Salt Bay's hiring new chefs for his restaurant. Oh, that's nice. Oh, that's lovely, isn't it? He's, he's, the, the wage he's offering is 12 to £13 pound an hour. That, so per hour, that would mean they make enough, and this is interesting that it's this, that they make enough to, um, in an hour, a chef there would make enough to pay for the side of mashed potato. Mashed potato. What, in an hour? In an hour. But mashed potato, that's something. Oh, okay, nice. Yeah. That's good. But in an hour. It would take them 52 hours work to be able to afford the steak. That's unbelievable. Now, Salt Bay. Uh, Salt Bay went from this stupid... Is this direct to Salt Bay right now? This is direct to Salt Bay. Right, we're going to get... <laughs> okay. Direct to Salt Bay. This is gone. 
You ready? Is all the comms good? Yeah, yeah, it's all good. Uh, Mr. Saltbay, um, <coughs> if I can, I know I'm gonna call you Mister. I'm just gonna call you Saltbay. Salt, salt, bitch. How about that? Salt, bitch. Sour, salt, try bitch. On, try that on stupid, stupid, sour, salt, bitch. Yeah. Right. You've got. You were annoying as an internet meme. Your gloves are stupid. Your glasses are stupid. You look like a prick. Okay. <laughs> You're. You, the only skill you seem to have is sprinkling salt like a knob. <laughs> that not, okay, that doesn't sound like... Sorry. Excuse me, would you, would you like to pitch? <laughs> no, no, no. You can pitch in if you want. It doesn't sound like a skill. <laughs> no, it doesn't sound like a skill, sprinkling salt like Correct, a knob. Correct, yeah. It's you a value can, judgment. Yeah, so, it's yeah. a value judgment. <laughs> no, that, no. We're, <laughs> we're muddying the waters here. Now, your only skill is sprinkling salt like a knob onto meat. Fine. If you've done well off that, that's great. Don't, like... I'm, I'm fed up, and you are being kind of the epitome of this, is... I don't, I don't want to see how the sausage is made. I don't want these meme people to suddenly come out and try and be real life people and then turn out to be absolute dickheads. Now, we stay on the internet. Stop forever. Be, st- forever. <laughs> don't exist outside of the internet. <laughs> and if you do exist outside of the internet, stop being a cunt. Yeah. All right? You're there. You're incredibly fortunate to be able to spend this much because a piece of because a photo of you being a cunt went round went viral around yeah. the internet. So pay <laughs> your fucking workers. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Um, I do think it is it is interesting that we do have a new there's a yeah there's a new generation of sort of cunts that have stepping out of the internet and it is almost like in Avatar when they open up the spirit world and let yeah, out the oh, spirits. <laughs> We need the avatar. We need the avatar because we've opened the internet is like a portal we've opened yeah. up, and all the cunts have come out. We've got and they're all opening restaurants. <laughs> they're all opening restaurants and exploiting they're their t- workers, they're terrorizing the neighbourhoods. It's just it's the well. It's also just like okay, even if I let's say I loved Salt Bay, let's say I loved the memes, and I was. Do you think there's I, a big like? Do you think there's diehard Salt Bay fans? There will be a Facebook think, group. Yeah, because it, it's like he's got a lot of fans. But what when you had artists or musicians? Yeah, they would have. At least they're all big ones would have yeah. at least some fans who are diehard yeah. fans. If it's a light meme, yeah. even if you're known by a hundred million people, sure. surely it's such a light meme you can't have any ultra fans. So it's a weird sort mm. of fandom and fame where no one because it's almost like everyone but no one. Yeah, because there's no depth to yeah, you as a thing. Yeah. There's no discography. Really. No. no well, <laughs> well, well maybe loop. maybe he'll do Pepper next time. <laughs> but you can't. There's no, you can't be a fandom. It's, it's a very strange fandom. You can't follow his world tour. <laughs> no, exactly. No, but if he, but you, you I'm be, sorry, you say that he's gonna he's gonna, he's gonna try and, he's gonna try and find a way to monetize a live show. Definitely. <sighs> of putting salt on shit. <laughs> Fed up of it. He's going to go into politics. I don't know where he's from, but I I feel like it's... If it's like... Have you ever heard him speak? No. If have I? Yeah. What the fuck does he sound like? What I understand is I can't imagine him... So when he said underpaying his workers, I can't imagine him having any personality to even have a decision exactly. or values it feels like he, he's they wheel him out just for the, the the baying of the salt he's it's i it from what i see of him it seems that when he's not sprinkling salt on me in front of people he's he goes to the back when no one can see him and he just like switches off and just yeah. has a blank face and says nothing exactly. and then a waiter comes and taps on him and then he go <laughs> yeah exactly then he goes straight back in and I think I bet I, I like the idea that he's actually really shy behind the scenes, and he gets yeah. bullied by everyone, and then they just send him. He out. could be a front for a more multinational corporation. Yeah, Salt, Salt Bay Inc. Salt Bay Inc. Yeah, I think I think that's potential. I think the funniest part for me is um, seeing different celebrities. There's something so embarrassing about because there's a couple of people who try to c- copy the Salt Bay style thing. Sure, like we've has, all been. There. Someone has. <laughs> someone is doing like. Baklava, where they open it up, they put ice cream in it, and they flip it around and yeah, stuff like yeah. that. There's something so embarrassing to, of the idea of sitting at a restaurant, yeah. having someone video you with the flash on on the iPhone, <laughs> with a man play with your food in front of you. Yeah, and th- this is my favorite part: is the kind of uh, <laughs> yeah, because it's not impressive enough <laughs> and entertaining enough to give a genuinely enjoyment face. I like just seeing Mark Wahlberg like. It's a bit like when someone whips out a ukulele and sings just to you. (laughs) (laughs) My two favourite faces are the person like that and imagining what the person filming it's like. Because that's weird, isn't it? Yeah, look at him do the meat. (laughs) Look, he's he's doing things with the salt. There's something so hellish about Salt Bay coming to your table and you videoing it. Yeah. (sighs) (laughs) 
<laughs> it is. And then look, you, what, the other person standing there like, yeah. Often I think that the worst effects of advanced capitalism is the degradation of the environment, but I think it's sold back. Yeah, so in, in times of COP26, the climate change conference, we need, it, we I need, feel... We need salt bait. We should, no, we should have, yeah, we should have more speakers bringing up issues like we talk about on this podcast like yeah, salt bay like it salt would be bay. great if the the, the prime time speakers said the, the biggest threat to our planet everyone and they're like climate change salt, salt bay. bay yeah climate change <laughs> yeah i agree what did he think they're all gonna say salt bay yeah that he did think they were gonna say it and was very miffed when not because he represents a lot salt bay salt bay is is more than we can comprehend at the moment and um he, he's very metaphorical of of where he's we an are. evil spirit he is an evil spirit. Yeah, and we do need the Avatar to stop him. We do need the Avatar yeah. to stop him, but, um, but where but, is the Avatar? Yeah, buried in ice. For buried in ice. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, COP26 happened and... Still we, happening. Still happening. Yeah, I've really not been paying attention, to yeah. be honest. I've not been up to date. Um, so, uh, I don't really understand what... It's hard to understand what anything means... <laughs> like there was the Paris summit a couple of years ago and it's like right so we what's it I don't know what any of the policy stuff is like it's mainly stuff like right we don't want we don't want any fucking petrol in like 40 years or something that's like I, I, there's not much I can you can take away data uh, I'm wise. just gonna let you carry on with this analysis <laughs> let's really educate <laughs> it's like no you're not gonna have the petrol and now going to be Horatio Gould who is live at COP26, uh, well, giving us the latest of all of the important policy discussions well, like and changes the world leaders are attempting to make within well, the next few years. A lot of the G8 have said uh, <laughs> I'm not going to have petrol or nothing for like 40 years or something. Petrol? Nothing. No petrol. Some, for something that's 40 years or something. <laughs> yeah, cool. So 40 years or something. 40 years or something. Sounds. 40, 40 50 years or something. No, no, no petrol, nothing like that. Yeah, okay, yeah, no, I think that <laughs> it does sum up the majority of what's Four happening. Four years or something. Four years or something. No yeah. petrol or something, something like that. that. <laughs> that would be great if that's their end mantra. They finished two weeks, two weeks of this Four massive conference. And to summarise, we've come up with a tagline is four years of something. No petrol, nothing. Now it's on to you, <laughs> the good people of the public. Um, Joe Biden fell asleep during it. Did he? Yeah. Can you put a video up or are you going to complain about that? Um, I don't know. I really don't know. Okay, there might there might be a video just <laughs> on top of my finger if Horatio could be bothered to do it or not. But we'll see. So imagine a watch. If not, look it up while I speak. How good is it as a video? It's good. Okay. Like, it's good because I was watching it and I was like, right, I, I rubbed my hands together because it's one of those times the video came up easily. It was like Joe Biden potentially falls asleep at COP26. And at that point, I thought, great. I am now going to sit here and conclusively work out if he fell asleep or not. Good. And my conclusive findings are the guy fell asleep. Oh, really? The guy sceptical. The guy fell asleep. You're media literate. Now, he starts... <laughs> yeah, I am. I really am. He starts... He starts off strong, eyes open, eyes open. There's a slight flicker, and then he, the eyes close for an extent, as you can see right here. You, the eyes close for a small period of time, and then they open up again. So you think, okay, well, if that's all they're talking about, there ain't no story here. Go fish somewhere else for your story. Yeah, you thought media. it was another concrete. You thought I it was thought, another concrete, go, concrete story. Yeah, go clip bait. Get out, get out of here. But yeah. wait, he shuts his eyes again. Media literacy. Media literacy. <laughs> Always watch till the end of the video because you don't know what might surprise you. He then falls, he then shuts his eyes here. Now, there's a flicker, a flicker. And what I can see is an increase here in his breathing. That increase in the breathing suggests to me he is now 100% zoning out. You know that bit? Was this video of him in bed at night? Uh, that is not important. It's <laughs> <laughs> not part. Biden falls asleep at COP26 conference, comfortably in the hotel room. At bed, two in the morning. <laughs> Does this man care nothing about the issues? <laughs> no, yeah. So here he falls asleep here. And now the kicker for me is his eyes are shut for, let's say, about 15 seconds. It's a long time for us. That's to be a shut. long time. It's a long time. And then you see one of his aides come in and pretend to like tell him something. Clearly there to wake the guy up. Yeah. So he writes down, wake up. He writes down, wake like, up. He's and he's not like, doing it. He's not looking. Because <laughs> <laughs> they always write shit down, don't they? I don't know how. I don't know. I don't know what, I don't I don't know what, what to, to do with this situation. <laughs> wake up. Wake up. <laughs> yeah. No, yeah. <laughs> Then he wakes him up and then suddenly Joe's back in business and the great thing is the Joe, speech <laughs> the speech just finishes and then he just has to start like clapping. 
Even though he's been asleep. Yeah, it'd be, a love, it'd be amazing if it was like, we support Israel, Palestine yeah, has no yeah. right, and he just wakes up. That's true, because he would have no idea what the fuck <laughs> so he was clapping at that point. Anything. Could be anything. <laughs> could be anything. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's the most I've got from. Uh, but the weird thing about these climate summits is like, if it's getting, so it's getting worse, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and it's been getting worse. God, it's, I don't even... Yeah, yeah, yeah. So each summit is getting more, slightly more intense, isn't it? Sure, yeah. Is this the most intense one yet? Yeah, it is. It is. And the Paris summit three years ago was more intense than the one more before. More than that. Five years ago or something? It was quite a long time ago, the Paris one. The Paris agreement was like... That was quite a big deal, that one, wasn't it? 2014 or something, maybe. I don't know. And then there was Al Gore in like... Yeah. 2002 with the Inconvenient Truth. Yeah, that, yeah, that was a that long was time ago. That was quite a big deal. It was a long time ago. There's been the... There's something like the Kyoto Kyoto thing. Yeah. I think the Kyoto Protocol might be a different thing though. It's getting more intense. And I guess it's like, we're we're sort of the perfect age to see (sighs) climate change unfold if everything's true. Because if we live till 80, 90 years old, we're going to follow the timeline. We will, yeah. It's not really an if. Yeah. Well, because I'm saying, you know how it's like social media native like generation which is kind of us but yeah, especially yeah, yeah. who have never known a world without the internet yeah soon there's gonna be generations who are never gonna know the world without climate disasters. without climate disasters yeah. consistently but we get to see yeah the transition transition we are a great transition generation exactly because we weren't always with the internet were we, we, we yeah there's yeah exactly we're just on the yeah just on the cusp and um, thank God for that. Yeah, thank God. We're such well-rounded individuals. We're, we're, so for us, particularly, as lucky as fuck, we, weren't, we didn't have TikTok at our disposal. Yeah. Oh, God, the amount of embarrassing shit we would have done. Well, we've, we've we ever talked about our YouTube videos in year nine. Oh, my God. <laughs> Me and Horatio Gould created... <coughs> XX Gould and Co. XX, look it up. X, still there. XX, well, no, let's play them. Let's play one of them. <laughs> right no, now. No, can't copyright. <laughs> Yeah, we need the owner's permission. No, we made some um, music videos which were basically just putting different Google image pictures of what moving. the lyric was saying to the to a song, including um, Opposite of Adults by yeah. someone. someone. Um, hits know. by Chase and Status. And, and the one with Ollie Ollie Murs, Murs. Heart Sticks a Beat. Which surprisingly, Ollie Murs was our worst work, but it did the best. <laughs> that is weird. We hit 1,000 views. It was when we were like... We didn't put as much heart. There was less passion in it. Yeah. We were more churning out. But that was the sort of start of the content it was journey, mo- to be honest. It was the start of the content journey. And it was more... It's where I to edit, to be honest. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it really is. And no, because we... T- uh, look up the videos. XX, Gould and Kerwin. Because they are fucking hilarious. I looked them up the other day. Up they are still up there. there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> They're still there. They're still there. Are we 13? 13, 12. I was 12 at one point. Fucking hell. Yeah, yeah. Um. So, yeah. Uh. They... We would come back into break time and like properly think, oh shit, we got to do this. Oh, it became <laughs> like a chore. Like we were, we were give, we were putting it out to the world who was so in great demand for these things that we just had to kind of push through it. Yeah, but look it up. XX Golden Kerwin. There's some good stuff on there. Um, and much like XX Golden Kerwin XX. Yeah, and much like the climate change conferences are videos will f- progressively get more and more frantic and Absolutely. less innocent <laughs> <laughs> less sensical <laughs> yeah, uh, but I'm, I'm thinking like the summits moving if you could trace the summits what happened soon it's going to be like right guys we really need to do fucking something yeah because there's been these summits all the time it doesn't feel like anything that much <laughs> radical happens what changes with politics so when it's like cl- the, the like Bangladesh is underwater, what's that summit going to be like? Um, they'll all wear <laughs> scuba diving equipment. <laughs> they'll be like, right, obviously we haven't the done anything de- the since the, the last one. The Bangladesh is really wet. <laughs> and upset as hell. <laughs> They're really upset. Uh, really, guys, this is getting too much. <laughs> For fuck's sake. <laughs> We're really wet. <laughs> We're well, really- you could be the Maldives. <laughs> yeah. He's just... <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. No. Well, the, yeah. It's uh, it's there's a lot of political discussion as to whether these summits do any good. To be honest, and but it's more tracing the tone of them because you're going to run out of catchphrases and it has to get more serious yeah. each time. Well, so what's it going to like? They've we done, need to do something. We really need to do something. Yeah. But again, because this is your quite superficial analysis of them where you don't really look at what's happening. You just look at the abstract slogans that don't really exist. It's just what you look at it and go, well, that's what they're saying. And now that's what they're saying. Well, no, it's 
yeah, well, it's the it's the perfect storm for capitalism, as we always have often said. Um, but it's they're doing like this. There's is there's still a week of it left. I think it runs across this week and next week. Um, the thing that they've done recently was like they've 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 pledged to put a stop to deforestation, deforestation, and like where everywhere across the globe. Who's pledged it? The leaders that are there. Okay, is the Amazon guy there? China aren't there and Russia aren't there. Yeah. Well, what about the Brazil guy? Good question. Because that's like the main one. That's the main one. That's the think. main one. Well, no, but it's private firms going across and doing it. Oh, that's nice. But then they get the they get the kind of authority to do it from the Brazilian government. So they should be there. Yeah, hopefully. Hopefully we're there. More to follow on that one. Um, but that's like the first thing they're doing. You never know. I mean, these kind of summits also can, dis- like the things that they they um, agree to can dissipate on thin air. Like when Trump pulled out of the Paris Agreement, we're just... Yeah, nothing. he just like that. Just did it. Out. Nah, sorry. Is Biden back in now? Uh, yeah, they came back in. So it's just opt-in, opt-out. With the- it's just whatever you fancy. <laughs> yeah. That is kind of the problem with democracy. It's like China, you know, if, the, if they're on board, they'll be on board for a while. Exactly. Which <laughs> is why they don't go. <laughs> why? Because then they're stuck being on board. Oh, really? It? No, it's not. I was no, a joke. Yeah. I don't know. It you was, know, you know so little about that these that, things. That wasn't ridiculous. It wasn't ridiculous. <laughs> that wasn't ridiculous enough to be a joke. Correct. It's quite a weird. Yeah. Just made you sound a bit like dumb. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, I mean, you've you Because you what happens if like a right wing loon comes in next and it just like pulls out the Paris Agreement and it just so keeps. Of who? Uh, after Biden. Oh, well, yeah, then I'll just keep <laughs> just doing it. <laughs> yeah. I mean, the well, the, the attempt is to maybe get some sort of legally binding agreements, but that you just can't because the power of the sovereign nation state as opposed to a global state is. What these climates are trying to make up for is a lack of global governance. Okay, yeah. So, But when you don't have global governance, you can't enforce global things. That's why the EU is so important. Yeah. What and we COP- fucked off from that. Yeah. What about COP27? What's the slogan going to be? I don't know. That. <laughs> I don't okay, know. but then COP28 comes around. I don't know. Oh, wait, maybe. <laughs> nah, that's not going to work. COP29 comes around. Okay, guys, boss. this is going poorly. <laughs> it's COP30. I, um, there's serious problems. <laughs> COP40. <laughs> yeah, that's going to be... Now that's a piece of satire for you. That is really good. We just we lampooned them. But Mark Boys, boys! Christopher Columbus, fourteen eighty four, fourteen eighty five. Something's in the distance. Bookmark Land Ahoy's. It's your worst one. That's not good. That's not <laughs> <laughs> Wait. So what? Hold on. No, let's let's dive into that. Christopher Columbus set out to discover. The, Amer- new, the, Americas. the Americas, the new. He did actually sell. That's not the bit I'm struggling with. <laughs> he went out. To, <laughs> he went out to, to find new land. I, I, India, but go on. Yeah. And and he found bookmarks, or the bookmark boys. Bookmark land ahoys. Bookmark boys. No bookmark land. Shut up. Oh, you can call it. But that's it. Bookmark land ahoy. So and and bu- what is it? He's found bookmark land. Is that bookmark boys? No, it's the land of bookmarks. Yeah. But what, that was that was before Bookmark Boys even was invented. Discovered by Christopher Columbus himself. <laughs> Bookmark Land Ahoy's. Bookmark Land Ahoy's. <laughs> <laughs> Thank God. We're really running out of material. Yeah, we really are. But we have been stocked up with some new bookmarks. Some fresh bookies. We be, have been doing the same. You can't make a, a tomlet without breaking a few Greggs. A lot of the same ones. We finally got some new bookmarks from our wonderful sponsor, Bookmark Boys. No pay, no Goldblum. That's it, Jeff Goldblum. I'm the Holiday Armadillo, Ross Geller, friends. What happened to Gary Cooper, the strong, silent type? They're not all funny. Some of them are poignant. Poignant. Makes you think because you're already reading a book. You're clearly a thinker. Sometimes, even when you're pausing to take a break from your book, you still want to think. You still want to think. But my boys are the people that constantly want to think. Also, this is my favourite one, which is from Richard Madeley. Remember when you had Thrush, Judy? You had a terrible time of it. <laughs> Did he actually say that on daytime probably, TV? Probably. He is fucking great. He is great. He's a nutcase. Uh, Bob Mortimer's viral train guy. You are, as always, a vigorous pigeon. Fuck me badly once, shame on you. Fuck me badly twice. Shame on me, Samantha Jones, Sex in the Sea. Another poignant one. Uh, Tommy Selby from Peaky Blinders. Everyone's a whore, Grace. We just sell different parts of ourselves. Interesting. Interesting. Because that's what we're doing. That's now. what we're doing. We're now. kind of whores, but we're, we're just selling whores. different parts of ourselves. We're kind of whores. Uh, so yeah, buy from book. They do coasters as well. They do coasters as well. Um, and they're very but good. Most, but their best stuff will always be bookmarks. They they so keep I, it. I wouldn't go to them for coasters. I would go to to find bookmarks and say, oh, there's some coasters here. 
Sure. Because, you know, you go to the coaster boys for coasters. Um, other, yeah, don't... Why, why are you trying to know. bring I up their rivals? I, I, do you know what? Do you know are you trying the... to bring up the competition? Don't say to about our sponsors, yeah, you should go to other places for coasters. No, I was more se- I was more trying to do the advertising technique of being like, you know, when it like... Other things are available. No, but you more... You, you undermine something so they believe the stuff you said because they, they might think it's hyperbole that these are our favourite bookmarks in the world. But if you go, and look, I, they're not if, the if best. If someone doesn't then. believe that these are our favorite bookmarks <laughs> in the world, I would say, how many bookmark places do you know? It's true. No, genuinely. They, they how are, many do you know? Well, this is the only. <laughs> they are my favorite bookmarks <laughs> in the world because I don't know any other bookmark places. <laughs> but and uh, these are such high quality that I believe if I did endless market research on the different bookmark places, endless, endless. <laughs> That sounds horrible. Well, I'll do it. <laughs> Endless. If you want me to prove On to different you. specific bookmark sellers. Yeah. Endless. Endless. So even when you've run out of yes. finding them, you're still I'm searched. still searching for different bookmark places and I still like haven't found forever, anything that satisfies no me. With Just no peace. <laughs> None whatsoever. Haunting the earth forever. Haunting the earth. It's COP58. COP58. <laughs> I'm still looking. <laughs> and I've not found anything better. No. Um, but... In other news, you watched June last night, didn't you? I watched June last night. The cat's out of the bag. <laughs> we're all we're all aware of it. I watched it and I feel disgusting. I didn't understand a thing that happened. I was drunk out of my mind. No, it's... were you drunk again or did no, you I wasn't. did you make you made quite a pointed effort? To be sober for this one. I don't have to make a pointed effort. I just had one. I thought James Bond would be a real good ride. If I had a couple of drinks, a couple turned into a few more. I was very pissed when I went in there. Wanted to keep it going. She didn't allow me to bring four drinks into the movie. Then I didn't understand anything that was happening past the hour mark. Next question. I went into June full of full of hope and ambition and a sober belly. Um, and no, it was fucking great. Yeah. Really enjoyed it. Um, a lot of set pieces. Sure. A hell of a lot of set pieces. But I'm all about it. The visuals were gorgeous. Um, what I also thought with it being a two, like a, a, a trilogy, it's probably going to be, is Hopefully. it? Hopefully. Yeah. Uh, I want it to be a trilogy because for all like the big sci-fi trilogies, Lord of the Rings, Star Wars or whatever, we haven't had one where we've been alive in and we've seen the first one in the cinemas looking for the second one in the cinemas and the third one in the cinemas. Yeah. Yeah. You're trying to prove me wrong. No, I was trying to I know you're trying to prove me wrong, but I'm not. <laughs> I'm not. So you could keep trying, yeah. bro. But yeah, no, yeah. that's an exciting thing because yeah. you think about, imagine the... The gas that must have been around the world for like the Star Wars. I know it's not the same as Star Wars and Lord of the Rings, but the the excitement of the the sequel. You're still trying to prove yeah. me wrong. No, yeah, I, I am. I'm still for some reason it doesn't hit right. But I don't know why. Well, when but is it, when understand. is a sci-fi trilogy like that that we've had come out in three parts? That's a big <sighs> cinematic event that a lot of people are going to and watching. Well, June. Yeah, I guess it's just not quite the sort of pop culture yeah because it has that happens retrospectively pal maybe just well, come out buddy we'll, we'll have to wait yeah all right. we'll have to wait you're fucking algebraing you're completely, you're completely fair to make this this point but also well i think that there's a big difference in sci-fi films nowadays it's like they're trying they're trying to be very the nowadays point nowadays point. <laughs> <laughs> i'd love it like a jingle every time someone says nowadays nowadays, nowadays. <laughs> like who wants to be a millionaire nowadays <laughs> what's happening nowadays well i'll tell you what's happening nowadays <laughs> nowadays nowadays um sci-fi films are nowadays now, shut up <laughs> look look i'm trying to make my effing point You've, all you do is try and prove me wrong you ask me a question and it's Sorry. well actually well um so yeah. um nowadays there is a lot more a lot more philosophy it's like it's trying to be really smart yeah which is i can enjoy but then it's like it's going away from the Lord of the Rings Star Wars where it's just a fucking blast a lot mm. of the time. Like there's a there's a nice fantasy kind of world that you go in, you go along on an epic quest along uh, an adventure with characters and it's it's kind of simple. Dwarves. Now it's like dwarves. <laughs> <laughs> now every sci-fi film and I posit this to the nation. Every sci-fi film and I'm going to say posits for the second time mm-hmm. and no one's going to be freaked out by it. Yeah. Every sci-fi film Nowadays, posits that time is a circle. Do you hang? Oh, that's a great... Every, that's a, okay. every sci-fi film posits time is a circle. I have never seen a sci-fi film that believes in linear time. Within the last... How does Dune posit time is a circle? Does his, fla- his flash forwards, his dreams. Dennis, what's his second name? Vaughan, Vaughan Wait, so Bill. seeing into the future yeah. through dreams is positing that time is a circle? Yes. Does it posit time? Does that... Yes, because it's about... Is seeing into the future automatically positing that time is a circle? Yeah, because you can access the future in the present. I guess so. 
but isn't it just peeking what's down the road? <laughs> <laughs> Which could only happen if time was a circle. I guess so, yeah. What's his second name? Dennis Wanval. Oh, Villeneuve. Wanval, yeah. yeah. As I said. <laughs> um, he, in Arrival... He's a big believer in time. Time's a circle. He is, yeah, he is. And, he is. well, in Interstellar, time's a circle. Yeah, yeah, okay, fine. There, every those, are, those are much better, but I get it, yeah. Every, every side... Fine, yeah, I know. Fine, to fine. be honest, I went in there wanting for this to be fine, proven. Fine, 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 fine. If that's true, then yeah, there's better examples. There but is, it's, it's every not... sci-fi film, time is a circle. Fine, fine. <laughs> now, <laughs> we've all agreed on that. And it's a weird thing. And I believe that every sci-fi film is obsessed with time being a circle. I think there's a genuine obsession with writers and time being a circle nowadays. And I think that exists because every writer knows the end to his own story. To, 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 who, to, to, their, to their stories that they're writing. But what, why, why is that, what because makes, they're so bored. Because they're bored. Because yeah. they're bored. And yeah. now it's like, oh, I'm bored of this. I'm just, oh, and then they know because their own. Because the tropes are so clear. Correct. So now it's like time is a circle. Yeah. So it's like the Rick and Morty effect sort of thing yeah. of like endless self-awareness to the point where to the point becomes where becomes nonsense. Exactly. It's part yeah. of the postmodern tradition. Yeah, for sure. For no, sure. I, I think that I, I agree. And it's like Star Wars actually had a lot of philosophy in it, but it was like... Time's not a circle in Star Wars. It's not a circle, but it is, um, it is a big friendly line and it's like good and bad. And yeah. it's just very like, un- it's quite like jockey. Yeah. It's philosophy. But we've gone it's away like, from the good, bad. Pro- we've gone away from the problemat- problematization of the good, bad dichotomy. There's quite clear good and bad in June. There is. There's ba- good and bad. We just problematize time. Yeah. Instead of problematizing space, we're now problematizing time in sci-fi. Okay. Yeah. I, I, but what? Okay. How would problematizing space be about good and bad though? Just because it's about inhabiting, talking about the world, reality we live in, rather than time. They've done, sci-fi have done space, now they're ready to hit time. Yeah. I'm not saying that's good or bad. I like a good time, Mr. Circle. Arrival's a banger. It is definitely, so I rewatched. I really like Dennis Villeneuve, who's been on a big hot streak. Um, Mad hot streak. uh, And he's been progressively getting bigger budgets. And when he did Blade Runner 2049, I really liked it when it came out. Um, And I really loved the original. Um, and it's, it looks beautiful. I rewatched it again, and BB liked it when she watched it for the first time when I rewatched it. But it it was actually quite boring. Yeah, I watched it really late to the game, and it didn't. It's quite me, boring. It didn't blow it? me away. And so there was still elements of that in this next one. Yeah, because he so he's done Arrival, Blade Runner twenty forty nine, and June, which are three big blockbusters that are getting progressively bigger, and. Um, they all have the same sort of basically like an art house blockbuster is what he's trying to achieve. Arrival's well, he's incredible. Trying to, he's trying to retrieve time as a circle, but <laughs> yeah, he's positive, positive, yeah. consistently positive. That time he is the man is obsessed with it. <laughs> it's like, take a break. Yeah. I mean, would you say there's anything to the point that June is a book written in the fifties? What? <laughs> so, I just realized that it is. Yeah. yeah. Um, I thought and you it was were like, trying to say, it's sort of, imagine if it it's is. It's sort of like the first proper sci-fi. Why did he choose it? Correct. There's plenty of sci-fi books written in the 50s where time isn't a circle. But he chose the only one where time is a circle. The only one? The only one. I've looked it up. Linear time, linear time. I hate time the amount of research you do. It's impossible to <laughs> Well, he also did... um. Arrival, which is amazing. Time is oh, it'd be amazing if his next never clearly time is a circle. Time is a circle. <laughs> Honestly, the guy, it's hilarious how obsessed with it is. Look at it. In Arrival, it's hilarious. I mean, I love the film. It's fucking great. It's a great comedy film. Great comedy <laughs> film. Or what? Yeah, time is a circle. <laughs> <laughs> no, because it'll be more like, oh yeah, because time's linear. That would be the joke. Yeah. Because time is so that, obviously is a circle. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, to every joke, the time's linear. God, back in the dark ages <laughs> when we thought time was linear. Um, he also did Prisoners. Yeah. Which is great. Yeah, so these are, yeah, yeah so he's but moved on to the site, just on the sci fi Time is in a circle in Prisoners. <laughs> no, but it's not a sci fi. Okay. It'd be weird if he Yeah, but it's, more, it's sci fi in general, but Dennis Weinvaller, yeah, every, yeah. every film is Time is a Circle. No, it's not. Other than Prisoners. No, or Sicario, or. On Sunday, I'm gonna rewatch Prisoners and I'll get back to you because there'll be something about time. <laughs> I time. know you'll find it. I'll find it. <laughs> yeah. I'm trying to remember it. The kids go missing. Um, but yes, the Blade Runner 2049. When I rewatched it, so it was one of those films that got well reviewed, but and it was like kind of the first. 
one of the first true art house blockbusters. Yeah. As in like the $250 million film with an auteur, which was quite rare, and it flopped to the box office. Yeah. But I do remember, do you remember Blade John 2049? It opens with... I was actually blown away by how boring the opening was. Is it him traveling? No, somewhere? no. It opens with um, <clears throat> that guy, the big boy, Baptiste, who was in this. He is. He loves Yeah, the, he's, he's in everything now. Baptiste. And it da- who Not Dame, no. As a comedian. Uh, something. Dermot like, O'Leary. No, it's not Dermot O'Leary. <laughs> Even though I'd like to see him in June. Sure. But do you know what I'm talking about? The bald, muscly guy. B- Batista. Batista. Yeah, what's happening? We've already said his name. Um... But is, is that just his name, Batista? Well, that's his wrestling name. He was a wrestler, but he's in too many things now. He is. He's in a so lot now. Of I don't. I don't believe that he's a Zargon from the planet Zix or whatever he was. That's true. That's <laughs> I true. see. I just say he's the guy who's in all these. He's films got the now. Steve Buscemi complex. He's got the Steve Buscemi yeah, complex, yeah. and he and it should be. You could easily make it just a butch unknown, and I'd be like, yeah, I believe yeah. this Jew. I kind of like seeing him in stuff though, because I like that he's really transcended from he WWE really he's to Art House. Yeah. He's smashing it now. Uh, but it was just like him. Going and making like beans, and Ryan Gosling sitting in his. Oh flat. yeah, and it yeah, just yeah. went on for like fifty minutes. It's like it's, it's, it's really you want like a big set piece to the game. Yeah. So June certainly wasn't dissimilar, but I think it really worked with this. Yeah. Um, and I I had listened to the audiobook of the first part of June, so I vaguely knew the story. Um, so I'm only half smug about it. I, I couldn't go the full way, which yeah. is, means I, I can't complete my full smugness, which is a real shame. Yeah, that is Everyone's shame. upset about it. I uh, am. <laughs> I'm, I'm livid. Um, but I, I thought this film that's like Lord of the Rings was deemed impossible to make and many have tried and failed. He did. He did it. He, he, did made, he made job. it. He made it. But I also understand if people found it boring. Like, it's not one of those films. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I've, I loved it, but it's, there's films where I'm like, you didn't fucking like get out of your fucking world. Yeah, yeah. You fucking world. Very aggressive. You fucking Bore, Borderline abuse. Oh, get the fuck out of my side. Yeah. Get the fuck out yeah, of my side. Yeah, your moustache kind of shimmers <laughs> with sweat. <laughs> um... But this one, I'm like, okay, that's fair enough, yeah. No, no, I get it, yeah. I get it, because it's heckin' long, sure. It's, and it's a, it's a, people call it a boring space opera with a lot of... I was doing that all the way back. I was doing that all the way back on the, on the train. And I'm a bit... I mean, I'm the a, sound's sick, like, if you're watching the cinema. The, it is. I'm a, I'm a slut for those bassy sounds. I'm gonna say he did because I'm a bit sick of. I, he's amazing, but he's just doing every. It's too predictable. That's like going out against David Attenborough. Yeah, but I don't want David Attenborough doing the soundtrack. <laughs> so. I yeah, don't it's even fucking know where to begin with that one. Yeah, and so like I'm a bit like Hans Zimmer doing every one of these films. I'm a bit zimmered out. It's good, but I wouldn't mind to see someone's new take on it. Like it is sort of the same old shit. I think that's nonsense. Yeah, because that was prevalent. Yeah, it's always like that. What a a crock of shit. What a crock of shit. When is there ever sat? When is there a sound like that? He's done the same thing for all of them. But he got Johan Johansson, who killed himself, sadly, who did the um, score for Arrival, and that immediately stuck stood out as not lost in this deluge of Hans Zimmer. You know the. You're only re- that doesn't happen in other films. That happens in Arrival. That's Arrival. <laughs> you know, it, it, and and like so, Hans Zimmer's a lot of like. They should just those, get you into doing those these. big kind of synthesizer orchestra to like. Mm, you know, that's like Hans. Yeah. yeah. But then Johanna Johansson in Arrival brought in And I was immediately like, this is new. Because they're they're all that sound the fucking same. I get I get they sound the same. I think there's so much I think there's so much difference in I think there's so much difference in like Interstellar's soundtrack to June. There There is. is. There's mad difference. And these are bassier, heavy, deep sounds. Yeah, and it, it was is, quite what really it struck me in the film. The only thing is, some of the sound is quite bad because I can't hear them at some yeah, point. Never, yeah, they were like uh, there's the whole mumbly Hollywood thing, actor yeah. thing. But Not I was, as bad as tenet, I was literally looking. I was had to lip read them. I was looking at their. Li- d- try, what? what? Oh, it's, it's, say that again. <laughs> Just not understanding, <laughs> thinking it was a play, and then it was. And they turned yeah. and they go, "Sorry, yeah. Oscar Isaac, my bad." <laughs> Your father. I don't know why it's Liam Neeson. Yeah, uh, but uh, I enjoyed it, and I'm looking forward to the second. It's a cinematic experience. 
Yeah. Does that annoy you? No, it doesn't. I, I, I like it as well. I just, and I thought the score was good as well. Yeah. But I do. I, was I can't get a ball. I can't I get on board. I was with disappointed that. when I found out it was Zim again because he's gonna deliver, but he's gonna deliver it. It wasn't unpredictable in the way he delivered. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. It's what you'd think Hans Zimmer would do with June. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, that's true. Like what you know? But the, then what, you know what, the would, band right, what would you? What would you bring? No, to you it? know Journey who did um, "Don't Stop." Yeah. Imagine it get them. To <laughs> <laughs> then it will be like what? What? <laughs> So, are you valuing shock over the film's integrity? Yeah, I'm like... Because <laughs> I think by getting... Or even By getting Journey on board, I think it might take away from some of the action on screen. Maybe. Maybe. Again, I'm just positive. Just like, really slow down. Don't stop. Believe so, are you saying... Instead of... Okay, hold on. Let's, let's pause on so that for a moment. Hold on to that feeling. <laughs> let's pause on that for a moment. <laughs> so, you're not just getting Journey to do the soundtrack. <laughs> Don't it's just going to be Don't Stop Believing. <laughs> but at different pitches. But at different pitches based on and then an, an action scene. It's Don't, don't Stop Believing. <laughs> on to the feeling. Feel it, people. <laughs> For a chasing. I mean, that is art house. Emotional. <laughs> don't stop. Believe it. <laughs> Hold on to that feeling. <laughs> Street lights. People. It would layer the repetition of "Don't stop believing." Hold to that feeling. Would, would would add a different meaning. <laughs> that is truly art house. That is truly art house. I mean, it's, it's one for that we should maybe make an edit on the entire two and a half hours of June, just with different pitches, pitches and paces and tempos of "Don't stop don't believing." Don't stop believing. Hold on to that feeling. People. <laughs> Like, what journey? This is incredible. And then when the spaceship's coming down, don't <laughs> stop <laughs> believing. Hold on to that feeling. Streetlights, people. No music behind him. Is that? Yeah, yeah. It's just one G singing. Don't stop. <laughs> The bad guy, <laughs> the legion, the bad guy. Don't stop believing. Hold on to everything. <laughs> I would like to see a Hollywood film where it's clearly, a, it's like we've got, right, this two and a half hour film, you've got four hours. I'm going to play it. Or look, just for the whole of the film. Yeah. And you've got a mic. <laughs> They've got yeah. a mic. And they're just, while it's playing. Don't know the film <laughs> before they sit down to watch it. So they're reacting live. And, they've and that's, a- the, that's the locked in score. <laughs> <laughs> I probably would have to do Imagine this. So <laughs> you get your family get captured, they're all hostage, they're yes. gonna kill all of them. Kill them all. They say, kill them all. <laughs> next, next question. And they'll kill next all. question. <laughs> kill them all. That was what's next. Fair enough. <laughs> no go. On. So they're gonna kill you and your whole family. Okay, I'm involved now. Cool. <laughs> okay, I'm on board, right. <laughs> what am I gonna do to save? What you're gonna do? Is you've got to watch June and you've got to yeah. uh, make the score live. Yeah. You have to win best score at the Oscars. Have to win best score at the Oscars. <laughs> you've got one shot. And so I can't use it. any instrument. <laughs> it's all my voice. So you might as well give it. You'd give it a shot, wouldn't what you? What I'd do is. <laughs> you'd give it a shot. The, the shot I'd give is I wouldn't do anything and think that it was going to. the off Because the, there's no chance. Let's be honest. There's no chance I'm going to win an Oscar. Would you at least give it? <laughs> no, because the best, best score, it could feasibly be in this pretentious world we live in that the best score is no score. And that's your best hope. Dang. That's absolutely what I do. That's no, my best I'd hope. I'd do the journey. <laughs> yeah, and you do, yeah, and you, your family and you would die. My family, I would die also. But it could be so creative and so inventive that there's no score that's ever been in a, in a no film. Let the film speak for itself. No score is the best score. Congratulations. Here's your Oscar. Here's your family. Next question. And they'll be like, fair enough. Fair on enough. to the next family. On to the next family. <laughs> on to the next sci-fi hit. Who are we going to make do the score with no instruments <laughs> next time? Can you imagine the stress of that? We're Live like, reacting. <laughs> never seeing a film. <laughs> but if you misread them... <laughs> <laughs> 
That's like the, the the tune, like the Star Wars theme tune that keeps uh, coming. Yeah, because you've got to do the credits as well. <laughs> so you've got to you've got to pick a fucking you've got to pick the the like movie's a, 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 yeah. song at the start and re- replicate it at the end. And with different paces, come back with it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, that's a lot. That's quite upbeat, isn't it? Just How do how it? I'd I'd go. <laughs> <laughs> Do you have anything else to add? Nothing. He's got nothing left. I've got nothing left. I'll leave it all on the line. I'll Uh, put myself out for 90 minutes on the pitch. If you don't sub to the Patreon, you can have one of these. Or one of these. (laughs) Because something's clearly wrong in your life that you need some bodily affirmation. It's the good cop, bad cop routine that works every time. It works every time. You can have one of these. Or one of these. (laughs) Whatever you need in your life. Whatever one you need. You need to wake the fuck up and realise you're a dickhead. You have one of them. But if things are going a bit difficult for you and you need a nice warm bodily embrace. It costs three pounds a month to have one of these. Four. Does it? We'll see you next week. (laughs) See you next week. (laughs)